Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Alexa, turn off Christian music. God bless you, children of God. I do greet each of you once again. 
in the mighty and the glorious name of our soon coming King, Jesus Christ. For those of you worshiping with us for the first time, I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide Headquarters here in Kinston, North Carolina, USA. And I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Living the Word, a place where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of millions of God's people all over the world. We do pray that each of you are blessed and highly favored. And we hope that the favor of God has not only located you, but that it is accompanying you. Uh, Saints, we're going to pray and then we're going to get right down into the word of God today. Let us pray. Eternal Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our strength, our Redeemer, our shield, our buckler, our very present help in a time of trouble, our counselor, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for who you are, what you have done, what you are doing, and what you're going to do in our lives. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you will forgive us of our sins and our iniquities, which we have grievously committed against you in either thought, word, or deed. We humbly ask, Father, that you forgive us our debts as we forgive those who are indebted to us. Thank you, Father, as we trust that you are doing these things for us, your little children, that you have forgiven us, that you have restored us, that you are continuing to lead us and to guide us in your paths of righteousness for your namesake. Father, use us, speak to us, Speak through us and speak for us, that your people in the four corners of the earth may be blessed. These and all other blessings, Father, we ask and we count them done. In Jesus' mighty and glorious name, we have prayed that God's people around the world say amen. Amen and amen. From the book of Hebrews, children of God, we are looking at Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1, and we'll go as far as the Spirit of God gives us utterance today. But the Spirit says to us, therefore, since we are surrounded, By such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. We're going to work from a theme today, children of God. A great cloud 
of witnesses. A great cloud of witnesses. Once again, let us pray. Eternal Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, again, Father, we thank you for being who you are, doing what you do. Father, we pray that as we enter into the study of your holy word, that you will grant us your wisdom, your knowledge, and your understanding, that we may rightly divide your word of truth. Thank you, Father, as we are counting these things done, touching and agreeing in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ. Speak to us, Father, that your people may be blessed, edified, encouraged, uplifted, that questions may be answered, misunderstandings may be cleared up, and that you, Father, may gain all glory, all honor, and all praise. These and all other blessings we ask and we count done. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. A great cloud of witnesses. Sometimes in this life, children of God, people can think that they are alone. People can think that no one is watching, no one sees. You know, there is who we are oftentimes in front of everyone. Then there's who we are oftentimes when we think that we're alone or we think that no one is around. Many of us think that those are two separate realms. But I want to encourage you today, my brother, encourage you today, my sister, that the reality of the matter is, is that they are not two separate realms. They are all one realm. In other words, when we are around other people, we think we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. What the Spirit of God is letting us to know today that even when we think we are alone, we are still surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Whether you can see the witnesses or whether I can see the witnesses or whether we think we're alone and don't see the witnesses, God is letting us to know today that either way, we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. So I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister, that when we think we are alone, God says, Robert, tell my people, they're not. When we think we're by ourselves, God says, Robert, tell my people, they are not. You and I are constantly surrounded by great cloud of witnesses. Whether we are in the midst of a multitude of people or whether we are not in the midst of a multitude of people, there are constant eyes watching you 
and me. The, the, the writer says, and the spirit speaks to us and says, therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, the, the, the writer said, look, whether you think you are surrounded by a great cloud of witness or not, you are. Whether you believe you are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses or not, you are. Since we are, the, the, the writer says, listen, this is a reality of our humanity. Saved or unsaved, we are surrounded by a great cloud of witness. Righteous or wicked, we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. So I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister, keep in mind that we are constantly surrounded. There are angels watching our every move. There are demons watching our every move. The Holy Spirit is watching our every move. God is watching our every move. Satan is watching our every move. You and I are constantly and continuously surrounded by a gray cloud of witnesses. Get it out of your mind that you are alone. Some Sometimes people run into a lot of challenges from loneliness. These are people that don't really understand what is really going on. Because if you ever think that you are lonely, or if I ever think that I am lonely, we are mistaken. Now, we may not always be able to see the great cloud of witnesses, but make no mistake about it, my brother or my sister, you and I are always surrounded. And what the Lord is flashing in my spirit now is the servant to the man of God, Elijah. He had, uh, Elijah and the servant had been surrounded by a foreign army and uh, the servant was worried and afraid because of the uh, being surrounded by the foreign army. And the man of God simply prayed for this young man. He prayed, Lord, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the young man's, the servant's eyes, and the servant saw that the army that had Elijah surrounded was surrounded by a heavenly army. He was able to settle down when God opened his eyes to what was going on in the spiritual realm. My prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice today. May God open our eyes to what is going on in the spiritual realm. Because just as there is a natural realm that we can see, there is a spiritual realm that we cannot see. Just as things are taking place in the natural realm, there are things that are taking place in the spiritual realm. So I encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister, realize that you are not 
alone. I know no one physically may be present with you or me that we can see, but we are constantly surrounded by a great cloud of witness. Well, since we are surrounded, since we're constantly being watched and constantly being evaluated and constantly being, uh, what do we need to do? The writer says, let us throw off everything that hinders. Now, we have two things listed here. We have things that hinder us and then we have sin that entangles us. Now, these are these are two different things. A hindrance in your life or a hindrance in my life, it may not be an actual sin. It may not be adultery or fornication or lying or cheating. It may be something that you and I are doing that is hindering us and keeping us from moving with God like he wants us to. Now, it's not a sin. It's, it's not something that God has, that we see in the scripture where God has said that it is wrong, but it is slowing you down. It is slowing me down. My prayer for each of us, may we throw off everything. May we throw off everybody. May we throw off every place that is hindering us. Again, it may not be something that God has said is a sin, but you know and I know that this is not helping our walk with God. You see, it may not be a sin. Now, my spirit goes to the years that I coached track, and I would have young ladies that I coached, and, and one of the things that we would do for the sprinters who had to move as quickly as they possibly could. We had them take off heavy shoes. Maybe they had basketball shoes or heavy shoes on and had them put on much lighter track shoes, spikes. Maybe they wanted to run in a big coat or a big jacket. We had them take that off and put on a lightweight track uniform. Well, it's not that these items were a sin, big shoes and big jackets, but they were hindrances. They were hindering these young ladies from moving as quickly as they possibly could in their various races. They had to throw off everything that hinders. You and I have to get rid of hindrances. We want to move with God as quickly as we possibly can. We want to move in the things of God as quickly as we possibly can. We want our blessings quickly. Well, then we need to get rid of hindrances so that we can move in obedience to him and move in accordance with his spirit and his will quickly so that we may be blessed. That is my prayer for you. That is my prayer for me in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us throw off everything that hinders, watch this, and the sin. Now, now, now the scripture is talking plain about things that God has said don't do, plain and simple. This is not a, a hindrance. This is more than a hindrance. This is These are things that God has told us plainly in his word. 
don't do or don't say or don't be involved in. This, these things can entangle us. Now, hindrances hinder us. Sins entangle us. In other words, understand that the adversary wants you and I to get wrapped up in sin. Not just commit it one time, but to get in the habit of committing it. And these, this is why God wants you and I to deal properly with hindrances and sins so that we don't become entangled and hindered by these very things. My prayer for each of us. May we break free of hindrances in our lives. May we break free of sins that come to entangle us, come to wrap us up. You know, one of the things, if you want to kidnap an individual, well, if you snatch them and put them in your vehicle, you wouldn't want to just put them in your vehicle free. They could jump out or they could scream for help or they could take off running away from you. But if you were kidnapping somebody, you want to put a, a something over their mouth so that they couldn't speak. You want to tie them up so that they couldn't move or or chain them to something. Well, that's much what the adversary wants sin and hindrances to do to you and me. You know, when you have an individual that is entangled and hindered, they can't go, they can't move, they can't, they have to pretty much stay right there in that spot. Adversary wants you to stay in that spot of sin, wants me to stay in that spot of sin, wants us to be hindered and wants us to be entangled. God wants us to move to the place of blessing, move to the promised lands, move to where and the, the good things that he had. But if we are entangled, if we are hindered, we can't move. May you and I be free to move in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ. Hindrances and sins. And watch what the spirit of God says, and let us run. My prayer, let's see, the adversary didn't want you to run in righteousness. Don't didn't want you to run with God. God wants you and I free to run with the spirit of God, free to run to the blessings of God, free to run away from sin, free to run away from God wants. And the Bible says, and let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us. Adversary doesn't want you to, you and I to run the race that's been marked out for us. God does. God is encouraging you and encouraging me and strengthening you and strengthening me so that we can run the race that has been marked out for us. Adversary wants you and I not to run that race. My prayer for you and my prayer for me. May we run the race that God has marked out for us. May we find out from God the race that he has for us. In other words, find out from God what he wants us to do. Find out from God what he wants us to say. Find out from God where he wants us to go and move in that direction. May you and I run.
with perseverance the race marked out for us. Watch this now as we run. Verse two, fixing our eyes on Jesus. Now again, years of being a track coach, one of the things I would encourage my runners to do, keep their eyes fixed on where they are going. Not looking side to side, not looking in the stands to see if their mothers, but keep their eyes fixed on where they're going. Well, in our Christian race, we have to keep our eyes on where we are going. Where we are going is Jesus. That's who you and I have to be like at the end of the day. We have to be conformed into the likeness of God's only begotten son, Jesus Christ. That is where we are headed. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Not your mother, not your father, not your sister, not your brother, not your son, not your daughter, but fix your eyes on Jesus. See, that is our goal. That is who we're trying to become like and who we're trying to be blessed like and who we're trying to fix your eyes on Jesus. Sometimes we get in trouble in our Christian walk or our Christian race. We have our eyes fixed on the wrong thing. Sometimes we fix our eyes on our enemies. Sometimes we fix our eyes on our finances. Sometimes we fix our eyes on our past. God is encouraging you. God is encouraging me. Let's fix our eyes on Jesus who is the author and the finisher in the King James Version, but the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Understand that God wants to do in your life, my brother. He wants to perfect our faith. See, Faith is what we have to have to please God. Well, it needs to be perfected, just like our thoughts need to be perfected. Just like our speech needs to be perfected. God is trying to perfect you. God is trying to perfect me. God is trying to perfect our faith. God is the one who started our faith. God is the one who is perfecting our faith. And God is the one who will bring our faith to conclusion. Jesus, who is the pioneer and the perfecter or finisher of our faith. Now, for the joy set before him. Now, understand that Jesus did some things that were not pleasant in the now, but there was a joy that God had in store for him later on. You and I, too, have to experience some things that are not very pleasant. Now, Jesus was hung on a cross, not very pleasant. Jesus had nails drove through his hand. Not very pleasant for now, but the Bible says for the joy set before him. In other words, Jesus went through that in order that he might bring many of us into Christianity. We thank Jesus today that he, look at the Bible says, that he endured the cross. He went through all of that terrible experience, not for his sins, not so he could be saved, not so he could be found righteous, but he went through all of that terrible experience for you and I. That was his joy. See, 
Jesus, look, the Bible says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. My encouragement to you, my encouragement to me, may we endure our crosses for the joy that God has in the future for us. Jesus scorned the shame. He went through the shame of the cross, but then he sat down at the right hand of God. So Jesus went through the terribleness of the cross in order to sit down at the right hand of the throne of God, in order to be elevated to the highest place in creation. God will often allow you and me to go through some very terrible experiences that he might lift us to some very high places. My prayer for you, my prayer for me, may we endure our crosses. May we scorn the shame of our crosses so that we too can sit down at the place that God has for us. Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the throne of God. God has some exalted places for you. God has some exalted places for me, but we must endure the cross. My prayer for you today, my prayer for me, Lord, may we endure our crosses, those hardships and difficulties and afflictions that we have to experience in this life in order for God to elevate us to the place of glory that he has for us. The Bible says in verse three, and we're about to close, consider him, Jesus, who endured such opposition from sinners. Now, it doesn't say Jesus endured opposition from righteous men and women. Jesus endured opposition, great opposition from sinners. Well, you and I need to prepare ourselves to endure great opposition from sinners. Sinners oppose the righteous. That's what they do. That's all they can do. As they are being used by the adversary and the adversary is opposing the righteous, then you and I attempting to be righteous and attempting to do the things that are right, we too are going to be opposed by sinners. Some of you uh, don't understand why sinners are coming against you and working against you. and That is what sinners do. That is what sinners do to the righteous. So do not be discouraged. Do not be dismayed. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Scripture says we're to consider Jesus who endured such opposition from sinners. Jesus received so much opposition from sinners that sinners hung him on a cross, drove nails through his hands, drove nails through his feet, stuck a crown of thorns on his head. All of this came from sinners. He was beat unrecognizable, mistreated, uh, abused. All this came from sinners. Why? And we need to consider this. Why? So that we will not grow weary and lose heart. See, when we start going through our trials, 
our tests, our hardships, our difficulties. God wants you and I to remember that Jesus went through it before us. Consider him who endured. Jesus endured. That means he put up with it until the finished. That is my prayer for you, my brother. That is my prayer for you, my sister. Endure. Say so you're going through hardships, endure. Say so you're going through persecutions, endure. Say so you're going through trials and tribulations, endure, endure. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, endure. And we need to remember him so that we will not grow weary, the Bible says, and lose Heart. Cloud of witnesses is watching us, my brother. Cloud of witnesses is watching us, my sister. Righteous men and women who have gone on before us, they're watching and they're encouraging you and I. Now, what the Lord is bringing to my spirit now is. Uh, the high school that I used to uh, work at for many years. And sometimes maybe I would coach athletes in basketball. Some of the guys played basketball in 1990 for me. And then maybe it was four or five years later to have a whole new team. But these young men and young women that played for me in 1990, they would come out and watch the athletes in 1995 and encourage them. And well, you and I are being surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Righteous men and women of old are encouraging you from the presence of God. They are encouraging you. They are encouraging me to hold up the bloodstained banner, to keep on moving with Christ, to keep on to the finish line. I want to encourage you today, my brother, encourage you today, my sister, keep on with Christ. What he has for you, what he has for me is better than what he had for you and better than what he had for me. Ray Cloud of Witnesses, they're encouraging you. See, even though you may not be able to hear them, you may not be able to see them. They are in spiritual realms, encouraging you. Make it to the finish, young man. Make it to the finish, young woman. Finish up with Jesus. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. See, people that have been a blessing in our lives, even though they may have died and gone on, their words of wisdom, should still be encouraging us in our spirit. If people have died in our lives, people that we knew, and we can't think of anything they ever said or did that has encouraged us, then they really didn't impact us in the way that they should have. But people that have encouraged us with words from God, with words of wisdom, with words of knowledge and understanding, 
their words, even though they, they may have died and gone on, their words should still be encouraging us. Jesus Christ died, rose again from the dead, ascended on high. He went back to heaven. But his words are still encouraging us thousands of years later. My prayer for you. My prayer for me. May our words be encouraging individuals. I, I don't just want to be encouraging individuals in 2021. I'm hoping someone will see this broadcast in, in 3021 and be encouraged and be edified and be strengthened in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ. Well, children of God, that's the message. May God continue to bless each of us. May heaven continue to smile on us. Uh, I'm Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide headquarters here in Kenston, North Carolina, USA. May God bless you and heaven smile on you. Alexa, play Christian music. Here's a station you might like. Top Christian, free on Amazon Music. They're running in circles, jumping the hurdles, getting caught in that rush, doing so much, feeling kind of worn out. All this checking the boxes, trying to be flawless. Has me spinning in my head, catching my breath, too afraid to slow down. I tell myself to keep this up, that God wants more than just my love. But I've been complicating things, it's just like me to overthink. Gotta keep it real simple, keep it real simple. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless you, children of God. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 